Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, speech from the throne coming up in a couple of hours, kicking off what may be a, a spring session of the legislature, culminating at some point with the dropping of the writ and election campaign, we assume is going to happen before May 31st, although I guess if the government was inclined to go outside those boundaries, there's really nothing stopping them. So a whole lot of speculation around uh, where that goes. Obviously, um, there's uh, the, the story today regarding Jason Kenney, the UCP leadership race. Uh, documents emerging over the weekend that, that give further credence to the notion that Jeff Calloway was basically a phony candidate in that race, recruited to be a kamikaze candidate that would go in, run hard against Brian Jean, and then drop out and endorse Jason Kenney. Was that the plan all along, or did Jeff Calloway come up with that all on his own? These emails certainly suggest that there was cooperation between uh, the Kenny and, and Calloway camps, even suggesting that resources were provided, produced videos, ads, talking points. Uh, Jason Kenny now admits that there was some communication between the two camps, but that it was not unusual or untoward. Is this the kind of thing that, that's going to have any traction amongst the general public? I think that remains to be seen. May have some bearing, though, on, on the timing of the election call, if the NDP think that now's the time to pounce or that maybe this could get worse for their opponents. Joining us uh, for some thoughts on all of this, very pleased to welcome the program, uh, Dwayne Bratt, political scientist at Mount Royal University. Dwayne, great to have you with us here. Welcome hey, good program. afternoon, Rob. Uh, so, I don't know, I mean, how serious is this uh, Kenny affair as you see it? I think it is serious. Um, if you go back to October of 2017, I think it was apparent to, to most political observers that Callaway wasn't a serious candidate, that he was simply put on stage to go after Brian Jean, to allow Jason Kenney to be above the fray. And then when he prematurely ended his campaign and threw his support behind Kenney, there was no surprise. What his what has changed is the extent of coordination, collaboration, collusion. Pick your pick your word between the two camps. Um, if Callaway was recruited, and in fact, apparently he wasn't their first choice. They they went after Derek Fildebrand first. They so they recruit Callaway. They provide him with staff. They provide him with speeches, with a timeline, with advertising. Um, so the the questions I have no doubt that he that this was unethical that this is serious that it shows collusion that it, essentially Kenny had two stages uh, at the debate the missing piece was the money where did the money come from because Jeff Calloway on his own may have said look I dislike Brian Jean I'm going to run against him but where's the $57,000 going to come from and so the piece that Jen Gerson published this morning in McLean's um, tries to uh, identify that says a $60,000 corporate donation um, was Found it was funneled through through fake donors into the Callaway camp because under Alberta election laws, corporations can't donate to to candidates. Instead, they they funnel the money in in this fashion. Gerson is very quick to point out that at at, at this stage there is no connection with Kenny or his people right. and the donation. 
we'll have to see if that's just being really, really careful or whether they simply didn't know that they were prepared to do everything for Jeff Calloway except provide him money. Well, the money thing gets into much more serious territory. And it, yeah, it, it, it moves right? from ethics to to uh, uh, election law violations and criminal activity. So even if that doesn't happen, I still think you have a serious ethical breach. Uh, David Stewart, who teaches at the University of Calgary, tweeted out yesterday that the UCP code of conduct in the very first line is, you know, must act honestly. I didn't think this was very honest. <laughs> Well, certainly, for, I mean, look, for, if nothing else, uh, for Jeff Calloway, if if he was out there presenting himself as a legitimate candidate, and, and I mean, I, I interviewed him on the premise that he was a legitimate candidate, uh, that if it was all for show, if it was all like scripted professional wrestling kind of thing, then yeah, I mean, you know, people were duped, right? Yeah, that, exactly. And I've seen enough evidence, the, the, the documents that I have seen give me... Uh, have convinced me that it was all for show, that this was an orchestrated plan, which then leads me to a series of other questions about why. Um, was it the fact that Kenny perceived Brian Jean as being a much more serious threat than may have been apparent to other observers at the time? Was he worried about some sort of leadership surprise, um, a la an Ed Stelmack or a uh, an Allison Redford somehow winning the, the race? Or was it just about making sure they had the biggest, most decisive victory to put his stamp on the party um, and to, to unify the, the party? And maybe it's a combination of, of all three. All right. In terms of how this might play, again, I think we, we both agree that if, if there's laws that were broken, if there was money that was moved around illegal and it links back to Kenny, that, that's disastrous. But as it stands now, the suggestion here that Callaway was a phony candidate, uh, the Kenny campaign was sort of coordinating what he was doing. How do you think that plays with, with the general public? So there's there's two aspects that I'm getting, and I'm going to ignore the people who hate Kenny, who hate the UCP, who are never going to support them in, in a million years. I'm more interested about independents or, or UCP members, and their response is uh, uh, tends to be along two lines. One is, this is normal party behavior. This is the way leadership races occur in all parties. This is no big deal. Or they'll say, yeah, this may be important. This may be unsavory. But what is more bad is the loss of jobs, the lack of a pipeline, the carbon tax, the minimum wage, and that we need to get rid of the NDP. And so that's how I think some of this could play out is – are people going to say, yeah, this is so bad that I simply can't vote for them? Or, yeah, this is bad, but other things are a lot a lot worse. We've had that choice before. Um, if you accept the argument that the NDP was an accidental government in 2015 and that people weren't really voting for the NDP, they were voting out the PCs, uh, and something that I accept... Well, why were they kicking out the PCs? Well, it was a culture of entitlement. It was corruption. It was a sense that the province belonged to them. This seems to replicate a lot of that same type of attitudes. Yeah, I, I can see that. So do, do you think, Dwayne, that you know, the NDP are looking at this as 
almost like a gift. Oh, uh, absolutely, <laughs> they are. In terms then of of how and when they they launch into a campaign, where what do you think we're at? Oh, that's that's a tougher call. So yes, I do think that this is a gift. If you've looked at what the NDP electoral strategy has been so far, it's about demonizing Jason Kenney. You know, the the creation of not one but three separate websites to go into his past on largely social issues of abortion and, and same-sex marriage and, and gay rights. Um, this, they can just add to that to that file. Um, so I have no doubt that they're going to, to ramp this, this up as much as they can. The question is whether this affects election timing. And I don't know. I mean, criminal investigations... Can, can go on for weeks, for months. They don't have weeks or months. You know, the, the election has to occur before the end of May. Um, so do they call it tomorrow, as I thought they would? Or do they try to delay this for, you know, a week or 10 days or something along those lines to see if more comes out? Because there's been a lot of stuff that's come out over the last week. Um, maybe there's more stuff to come out over the next week. Guess we'll find out. Uh, Dwayne Bratt, appreciate your insight as always. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Okay, thanks, Rob. All right. Uh, that is Dwayne Bratt, political scientist at Mount Royal University. So his thoughts uh, on all of this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.